0: show with Richard Seren.
1: Thanks for inviting me into your home, your long haul truck RV camper, loft, your parents' basement, taxi cab, that greasy spoon just off the interstate, and your cabin in the woods. A special hello to all of you listening in on one of our affiliates, and uh, you can check out the affiliates page. Uh, on the website, strangeplanet.ca, and then go to the radio page, the affiliates page, and there's a full list of all of the stations in the United States, Canada, that carry the show. And the podcast, of course, talkzone.com. Those of you who take the show with you wherever you go on your smartphones, your iPhones, your, your Androids, with the Conspiracy Show app, fabulous app, again, for iPhones and Androids, uh, iTunes and Google Play. However and wherever you're listening... I bid thee a welcome and the warmest of welcomes indeed. I thank you for your fine company. Albert, of course, is here running our HOA, and uh, Jamie is working her magic on the big audio board on the other side of the glass. Canada's Edgar Casey, the man with x-ray eyes, Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, is just being ushered into the studio as we speak. Uh, and we are going to. This is a special program tonight. We're going to conduct a remote viewing experiment live on the air. We're working with No Net. We'll see what happens, uh, and that's going to happen in just a few moments. Uh, and here's um, uh, a little uh, inside bit of info for those of you uh, regular listeners. If I haven't, if you haven't heard this before, our very own Albert Vinzel is a, um, a bit of a, a remote viewer in his own right. And uh, we've talked about it briefly on the air, but Elbert is going to uh, partake and uh, participate in our remote viewing experiment uh in just a few moments. Uh Season 4 of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. That's the TV program airing across Canada on Vision TV, Monday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern. And the new season, again, Season 4, wraps up on August the 16th. So be sure to check it out. Season 4, The Conspiracy Show, Vision TV, Monday nights at 9 o'clock. And uh, just a reminder for our our American uh, listeners, seasons 1 through 3 are available on Hulu and Amazon.com. Uh, a good friend of the program, R. Gary Patterson, the Fox Mulder of rock and roll, is coming to Toronto, a special exclusive live event, Saturday, October the 15th, at the JJR McLeod Auditorium. And with special Skype appearances uh, from Leo Lyons uh, from uh, 10 years after, Peggy Sue Guerin, of course, Buddy Holly's good friend, and Bill Harry, good friend of John Lennon, Paul McCartney, world's foremost Beatle authority. They'll all join Gary as well uh, via Skype. And uh this is called Take a Walk on the Dark Side, Rock and Roll Myths, Legends, and Curses. And again, it's Saturday, October the 15th. Tickets now on sale through Conspiracy Culture. You can go to their website, conspiracyculture.com. And on my website, strangeplanet.ca go to the live events page uh, and uh, a little bit later in the program I'll tell you about another event that's happening we've just confirmed it that's Sunday uh, September the 11th of course with Dr. Judy Wood uh, but for now let's talk remote viewing among other things Douglas James Gattrell Dr. Douglas James Gattrell is best known as a trans clairvoyant psychic he's a spiritual healer teacher published author he holds a doctorate in therapeutic counseling he demonstrates Many abilities studied by noetic sciences, including telepathy, telekinesis, remote viewing, uh, prediction and prophecy. He's one of a select few able to demonstrate all of these abilities and even fewer who are considered a reliable information source. Dr. Douglas's deep trance meditation or DTM style, uh, sometimes called quantum meditation, is often compared to that of Edgar Cayce, one of the most documented medical intuitives of the 20th century. Douglas has been variously called a mystic seer, the man with X-ray eyes, and the last of the sleeping prophets. And he's uh, been counseling the people the world over from all walks of life, including doctors, researchers, uh, judges, CEOs, politicians, teachers, writers, producers, artists, members of the clergy, members of the military, law enforcement personnel, and even those in the entertainment industry, including the late, great George Carlin, He's the author of several books, including The Complete New Age Health Guide, The New Earth, A Prophetic View of Our Future, The Law of One, Gems of Wisdom, and Secrets of Life. Douglas, welcome once again. How are you, my friend? It's
0: a pleasure to be here, Richard. What an introduction that is. I'm wondering, who the heck is that guy? It's
1: just the way we rehearsed <laughs> it, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. That's very kind of you. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure to be here, um, as always.
1: And how are you doing, my friend? Because I know it's been a bit of a rough uh, go for you. We haven't talked about it on air, but um, you well, lost your your, uh, your lovely wife.
0: That's true. Back in March. Yeah. Uh, I was just in Campbellford yesterday uh, visiting my parents' uh, gravesite. And my daughter Sherry was uh, lost. My father's father's gone twenty years now, and I was looking at the site. Oh, my gosh, she died on my birthday, and then uh, uh, Sherry is gone now ten years. Right. And Karen's just gone a few months.
1: And how you? How are you coping?
0: I'm okay. I, I don't see death in the same way as a lot of people. Uh, I believe the body is cast off, but the soul continues. She's come back and told me a few things already. Uh, we knew she was going to go. Karen and I had discussions prior to her leaving. We thought it was going to be maybe next year or the year after. She she often said that she didn't want to live past 70. It was very sudden. She uh, sort of got ill about 3 o'clock in the afternoon after spending all day with her beloved grandkids, and by 5 o'clock
1: she was gone. Wow. She went, she went quick.
0: Yeah, and I, uh, uh, I'm very grateful for that. I'm sure she would be, too. I mean, I'm preparing for my own passing as, uh, you know, being left, and you have all those financial situations to take care of. And, but the other three children, Douglas uh, Jr. and uh, Louise, with the, the mummy of the two grandkids, Riker, Riker and Chloe, and uh, my youngest son, Jason, you know, they're all in their 40s, except for the grandkids, of course. They're 8 and ten, eight and 4. So uh, we got a lovely family. And uh, the kids are all grown up. And I'm at that point in my life where uh, I don't have to call anybody, you know. The house is empty, and uh, if I go home late, it's okay. Right. Except for the dog. He doesn't well, like being alone. <laughs> right,
1: right. But what you do is is physically demanding. Uh, these deep trance meditative readings that you do are quantum meditation. It's physically demanding. Uh, and as you say, you're not getting... Younger, this is this is not an an old person's game. Are you are you thinking of like, I don't know, slowing down, retiring? What well, are you doing, guys? I, I am, I am. I just took a trip to see some friends in uh, uh,
0: Connecticut and Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and then I slipped up to Montreal for a couple of days and was there. Uh, so I have a little more freedom of doing that. But yeah, it's in my mind. Two days a week, actually had a little guidance from the from the the powers that be. Uh, but it is the heart rate is going down. Um, I'm suffering from an old football injury. I've got some joint uh, issues going on, but I'm recovering from them, AKA my or via my chiropractor friend in Rhode Island. Uh, but it's it's demanding in as much as that when you do this, it's an unnatural state. You go into a deep state of meditation, suppressing your heart, your biological functions all go down. I am in good physical condition, uh, but there's always that you know, that wear and tear on the body. So we teach people to do this, and I hope to pass the torch, uh, maybe to Albert or somebody who will come and step in the shoes. And we have courses coming up. At the end of this month, we have one, and people from all over the world have been taking the course. I don't do it on a regular basis. I do it sort of when the people con- congregate or come together. And we've had amazing results and which people can see at a distance. We call it remote viewing, more accurately clairvoyance. Uh, mind projection, whatever term we use, it's sort of defining in what it limits the power. So I try to say we use the middle mind. That's the mind between the conscious, rational mind and the unconscious, superconscious, contemplative mind. It's like looking through a pair of binoculars, two right. minds, and you have a, a, a conjoining of that middle mind. And that mind is unlimited. It can see forward and backward in time. It can see license plate numbers. It can see events. And on my website, my whole name, com, there is a, a radio show that I do on, not, not a big one like this one, but a little one I do on the Internet, in which we did a uh, recovery for a family looking for a deceased man in about 35 years of age, in which I described his whereabouts, the recovery of the body seen, and two people that were going to find him carrying something over their shoulder. I thought it was rifles at first, then I changed it to uh, fishing rods. And sure enough, all those details came true after the authorities had given up uh, any chance of finding this body lost in a a creek in Colorado. The newspaper uh, reports recounted how the body was discovered or recovered, and it matched exactly. And what Douglas did... Uh, when the lady called up about a month later and said, two weeks after I spoke to you before asking if we were going to find our nephew, you gave us this story, and the newspapers recounted it exactly, and the body has been recovered. And I want everybody to know if James Randi has got that million dollars, right. he, he ought, to pay, ought to pay you. Well, she didn't say that. I'm saying that tonight. But the point being is that she put her comments on, and if people want a true remote viewing, clairvoyant, proof of psychic ability. This was the lady's purpose in doing it, and I'm I'm carrying out a request. Go to my website and check that out. Now We do this all the time, and since I was about 24 or 5 when I had that first quantum meditation reading that Ross Peterson gave me about my daughter who recounted all her physical conditions when no other medical authority could do so, that was a pivotal turning point in my life. And here I am now at sixty-seven, thinking maybe I want to retire next year, maybe the year after. But you know.
1: but the the remote viewing. Um, I mean, I I, I just spent uh, an afternoon with with Russell Targ, who was um, a part of the the remote viewing program at Stanford Research Institute. He's out in Palo Alto, and uh, he just completed a, a, a documentary talking about uh His work and the late Ingo Swan and the late Pat price and uh, um, uh, others that were involved in that program and um i mean it 's true they were doing some remarkable things, and although the funding was cut and uh, the uh, the military claimed they 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 defunded because they weren't getting the results, Russell Targ maintains to this day that that was a complete an utter fabrication. Uh, they were embarrassed by it, but they were, you know, to admit that the remote viewing works. But um, I mean, your technique, though, uh, does it involve coordinate remote viewing, where you you, you write down numbers or uh, that don't necessarily mean anything, but those are the coordinates that you focus on? How do you work? How does your remote viewing differ, let's say, from from maybe what they were doing at at, at the Stanford well, Research Institute?
0: The, the traditional remote viewing, with the military was to give latitude and longitude coordinates and the person would their mind would go there right and the training which is similar to my training is that you follow where your attention leads so they were given a specific place in the world i use a name i would say someone would come to me and say richard sarat located on jefferson avenue at am 740 radio please go over his form indicating points of stress, stating causes, and giving remedies that would be helpful.
1: Right. That's it. Now, do you need to... We're heading into a break here. We'll pick up on this uh, on the other side. But do you need to be no, this in a would, quantum meditative state to do that?
0: Well, uh, in the beginning, yes. And as we teach our students, you can get glimpses. You've done the same on my show. We did an experiment. We're hoping that Albert picks up this this item we're going to try here in a little while. Or the audience, I invite them to participate because everybody can do this. I teach it in a no-nonsense, matter-of-fact way. I teach the strengths, and we build on the strengths. So the way I do it is I get a name, whether the person is across the world or across the street. I don't need to see them. And I can come up with their health conditions as if I was reading their medical report. We can go forward and backward in time. And I know we're running out of time to break here. All
1: right. We will transcend time and space when The Conspiracy Show comes back. Stay with us. Question everything. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrant
0: on Zoomer Radio.
1: Shaking the world and seeing what falls. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarrant. Welcome back Dr. Douglas James Cottrell. remote viewer is with us and uh let's bring in uh, Albert Vinzel my trusty producer story producer Albert tell us about I mean how did you get into remote viewing this this is kind of a a passion of yours and I only learned about uh, this recently from you
2: Oh well I read books by Ingo Swann, and then it, it's just something clicked, like in my in my brain that you know this this works, and then you'd get like flashes of light and like pings from the universe, like it would try to give you messages in different ways, like precognitive dreams and stuff like that, and then you just sort of get more and more drawn into it. Like I was reading Carl Jung, and you know he you'd read the part he had a precognitive dream, and then a, a dream something, and then the next day that would happen, and then and do you <laughs> have just, precognitive dreams? Oh yeah, many times I've had. Yeah.
1: Do you write them down? Do you have a dream journal?
2: Uh, see that that would help if you write the, write them down in the, in the journal and then you know pull on the tail of it, you'd get more of it. The more you are open to to receiving it, then the message you, the universe will start pinging you in all sorts of ways. You see, like a flash of light, you hear a ding, you're you know like telepathy with the other. Entities in the universe, and you, you just sort of get more drawn to it, like you, you, you know, reincarnation and things like that. You, you just have a feeling that yeah, that's what's going on, and then uh, you know.
1: But no it, formal training. Um, no formal training other I, I, than reading Ingo Swan and so forth. I,
2: I think a lot of it is that you're just open to receiving the message, and right. you have a passion for it. Okay. and then and then it just clicks.
1: Well, Douglas, tell your course is where where and when. Give us the particulars. We have
0: uh, the Many Mansion Spiritual Center in Hamilton, which was uh, donated to uh, to further my work. We do spiritual healing there, miracle healing, which is again a phenomena that's uh, been well proven to mm-hmm. us, and people have tumors disappear and good things happen and people get healed in sort of steps or in and sometimes completely and sometimes a little bit longer and uh we're trying to combine you know um, uh the traditional way of healing using alternative integrated ways and means. And some of our friends are are physicians and surgeons. And also the uh, idea that the divine can also assist and help. So that's another avenue of spiritual abilities or gifts. By the way, uh, I'm a Christian, and I believe in Jesus Christ and and, uh, have all my life. And if I look in the book of uh, Corinthians, I can find all the spiritual gifts listed there. And what Albert was was saying uh, was his interpretation of what's happening. At the many mentioned Spiritual Center, we go through the various steps of premonition, precognition, uh, prediction, prophecy, clairvoyance, remote viewing, mind projection, astral traveling, all the abilities, plus how to see auras, how to manipulate things with telekinesis, all kinds of uh, abilities. Because people have all these these abilities, but when things happen, like, oh, my God, I had a dream and an airplane crashed. Oh, my God, I'm causing airplanes to crash. I say, no, you're just seeing the psychic newspapers, meaning you're seeing an event that's going to happen in the world. You're not causing it because you're seeing it. And I did have a, a client at one time believe that they were causing airplane crashes because they were seeing them. In my dreams, my prophetic dreams, uh, reaching forward in time and seeing world events, I'm a prophet. Ross Peterson told me I'm a prophet of old, come back as a prophet of new. And I don't like to use that title because it has connotations that, you know, may be too much churchery. But to see the things in the future and to tell people what I see is what a prophet does.
1: We don't try to make the future happen. We just report it. So if people want to learn to to become, or if we have this innate ability, it's then to fine-tune something that we already have. That's right. Tell me about the, the course that you're running at the end of August, is Yeah, it's it's running
0: the last week of office. We get the long weekend involved there, so it's the week before the long weekend. So people get a couple of uh, uh, days to do it. Uh, Unfortunately, I didn't write the dates down, and my mind's full of stuff from my recent trip. That's all right. We'll look it up here in a moment here. but When people come to take this uh, six-day course, we qualify them to make sure they have visionary skills. Okay. other people have feeler skills, which they can't see in their mind's eye, but they can sense or feel things, and that's called clairsentience. We look for clairvoyant ability, telepathy ability, the skills of the mind, and we we uh, discern that they can or cannot do it. And the ones that can and are allowed to come to the course. We qualify
1: people to make sure. So you kind of vet them. Okay. Uh, yeah. So let, so me we, give you, let me give you the dates. Uh, okay. August 28th to we, September the 3rd. Here we go. August 28th to September 3rd, Quantum Meditation Intensive Course, the summer edition. That's in Hamilton. It's a five-day course in residence with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell, an opportunity to learn the tools to practice quantum meditation from someone who's a master practitioner. Students must submit to a brief interview with Dr. Cottrell before being accepted. You can set up your pre-course admission interview now. Uh, to proceed or for additional information about the course, just go to com and then if you click on Schedule, which is Events and Course Schedule, you'll see it. It's the, th- it's the second item, and uh, you can register right there for your pre-interview.
0: Thank you, Richard. All right. The reason I encourage people to take the course with me is because I do away with terms. I have no dogma. I don't make them have special diets and abstain from you know, biological functions or whatever, I teach it in a practical way. They can ask me any question they want, and I define and I assist them in their particular way of unfolding and developing their ability. I confirm a lot of things that have happened, and I give them a proper perspective on it because I've done it. I've been there. Right. So I teach not necessarily from an exotera- uh, um esoteric way but from a ventriental way and I teach people from what I know what I've been there.
1: Alright now Albert can you get a shot of that mug over there underneath that mug is an item and uh, Albert and I both shielded our eyes scouts on her and uh, Douglas you have placed an object under there and that is going to be the subject of our remote viewing experiment and uh, Albert and I are both going to try and remote view uh, what that is. Now Uh, Let me set it up a little. First of all, it's being covered by the mug.
0: Normally, when I would do these experiments on my computer radio show, uh, The Oracle Speaks on Blog Talk, you uh, did a remarkable remote viewing one day, and it sits on my desk in the open. Right. So we have uh, a wrinkle here because it's under the cup. Is that going to affect our ability? I don't think so. It shouldn't, but... If you have in your mind, you know, this, I, can I X ray vision through this? Remember, I'm called the man with the X ray eyes because right. I can look through things. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a few hints, but I'm not going to tell you what the is because the conscious mind, it's like blah. You know, you need some direction. So it's one color. It's small enough that it fits under there. It is a distinct shape. That's all the hints I'm going to give you.
1: All right. Maybe we can also invite, uh, those listening at home at, to try absolutely. and focus, whether you're watching us on the Hangout on air, and you can actually see the mug on on screen on the, uh, the live stream on YouTube, or you're just listening in, there is an object on the desk here at 70 Jefferson. Give, give people then uh, yeah. uh, some, some tips on how they should approach this remote viewing exercise.
0: The biggest problem everybody has is doubt. Albert has mentioned how he stumbled into his ability, and he gets little glimpses or, or snippets, gut feelings—you uh, know, the sense that beyond your five physical senses, ESP, extrasensory. Pay attention to those because this is your subconscious or super subconscious or intuition working. For instance, if you see a pencil on the on your tabletop and you you keep your attention keeps being drawn to it pick it up and put it in your pocket, because later in the day, you are going to need that exact pencil or whatever that object is. This is how you start to pay attention that you have this awareness. We are actually talking about an increase in consciousness, the Christ consciousness being the most perfect and complete consciousness that we can possibly have as human beings while we're alive to bring that spiritual force forward. So all the religions talk about this. They talk about a religious experience, but they cannot define it. They can't say, oh, that was a religious experience. And people listening now, search your hearts and say, well, what would be a religious experience? For me, and I I teach it, it would be a moment of bliss, unconditional love you would feel. Coming back to this, it's I want the people to look at this. And we're on Jefferson Avenue at the radio station, uh, 740 a.m. here on Richard Saric's show. We're on the desk. It's the corner of the desk. It is not an object you would normally find on the desk. So it's not a paper clip, It's not whatever. So right, right. throw all that
1: stuff out. And it's being hidden underneath a, um, a mug.
0: Well, no, let's just say it's being covered.
1: Covered by the mug. So okay.
0: I'm going to get everybody to clear their mind. This is how you start to clear your mind. And look inside. And it's going to be dark because it's in under this, this uh, cover. Right. And I want you to just let your mind go, and you'll see uh, several things. Uh one of several things, maybe all. You'll see a color, you'll see a shape, you'll see something that relates to this object. It's it's smaller than my hand for right. those people that are listening and can't see. And it's not flat because it's inside this mug, so it's not going to be a flat thing, but just because that's the way it is in the mug. So those are all the hints to get rid of, a, of the rational mind. How can I see that? Look for this, close your eyes, take a deep breath... Exhale very, very slowly. The breathing is very very important because you're changing your awareness. and if you listen to my voice, you're calming down. you're allowing yourself, your mind to float over here to look at this desk under this covering mug. and I have a picture of this in my mind, and I'm sending that thought out to people who are going to do this telepathically. People who are going to look inside, they're going to see a shape, a color or something. Whatever you see, it might be foggy, allow it to manifest. The kahunas talk about this in between world where everything's like sand in it. When thoughts come together, it becomes a solid object. And that's what I want you to do is to allow the thoughts to become a solid object. And and you'll see a glimpse, you'll see the whole thing.
1: But if you see it
0: clearly, stick with it.
1: And and if I'm remembering correctly from our last experiment we did, one of the things that you told me is don't try and like just guess at what the object is think about in terms of color texture uh shape rather than oh that's a pine cone or that's a quarter uh so you're thinking instead okay it's, it's let it form it's, that's right it's brown it's it's got jagged edges or or it's it's silver and it's round don't say too much you're putting right. thoughts into other people's okay mind. sorry now elbert you, how do you approach this do you do you doodle do you do you try to write things down how do you do this
2: um i go i go for <laughs> for the fleeting image usually the the fleeting image is the correct one and then the universe will just ping you but it can give you the the message in many different ways like you you can get from you know uh, the flash of light you hear a ding into you know uh, You just be open to it.
1: Okay. You know what I'm going to do, Albert? I'm going to keep talking to Douglas. I'm going to let you sort of focus on the object. I'm getting some images, but I'm not going to say anything. It's almost too
0: late now because we've been talking about it. Really? Your mind's already gone there. Yeah. Okay. And this is the thing. When people ask me a question, as you listened on my website, uh, douglasjamesgodrell.com, about recovering his body, the woman asked me a question, and immediately I answered. I'm in a state, uh, as I am now, not wide awake, but in an altered state, because when you get answering questions from callers, and this lady called from Calgary, by the way, while well, the body was in uh, um, Colorado, and I was in London, I think. Uh, the idea is that as soon as you get the question, your mind goes there. This is the secret. I'm called a genius. I'm called the most amazing guy, and all that stuff. I'm not smart. I see. So we want you to tell me what you see, not what you think. Because as soon as you start thinking, and that's why I said I'm not saying too much because you're starting to tell people things that just going to pop in their mind. Right, right. When they look at this object, it's over. They look in it, and there's people I can see them sitting out there going, hmm, trying to meditate. I can see a lady there cross-legged somewhere. My mind just went to her house. When I conduct the experiments for the people uh, to qualify them for the course... Last week or 10 days ago, whenever it was, I had two people in Hawaii and I sent them to the Eiffel Tower to see what they could see. And they saw the upcoming event later that happened in Paris. Oh, dear. The in, in,
1: in Nice. The actually. terrorist attack yeah. in Nice. Ah, right.
0: they, the woman felt terrible. She's, I feel negativity all over. So her clear sentient ability was picking it up. So when you send somebody's mind somewhere, the mind goes right away. And that's why I'm so good at it, because my mind goes there, and I've done it for 40 years. I mean, since I was 24 in 1974 or 5. So as you do it every day, it's like learning to ride a bicycle and figuring out how to balance the bike. Nobody can teach you that. They can show you, describe it, and, and get you, encourage you. But you learn how to balance the bike. And then as soon as you learn that invisible ability to balance, you do it without even thinking. So when we say to people, look under this right now, for those people who need a command, look under this right now, and you will see this object. It's in the dark, but you will see a distinct, single color, uh, specific shape, and tell me what you see. Don't tell me what you think it is. Tell me what you see.
1: Right, right. And okay. Well, uh, I'm going to leave Albert alone to think on that, and I'm just gonna, <laughs> we're going we're to come up on a break when we come back. Maybe we'll open up the phone lines as well. And for yeah. those people, let them are, tell us what to see before we uncover it. That are putting your intention on the uh, the object that is underneath the mug on the desk here at Seventy Jefferson. We'll make the phone lines available to you. You tell us what you think it is, and we'll also go to our resident uh, remote viewer, who happens to be my producer, Albert Venzel. My conversation with Doctor Douglas James Cottrell. Canada's Edgar Casey continues right after this.
0: The truth will set you free, but first, it will really tick you off. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett from Zoomer Radio.
1: Don't be afraid of the dark. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. All right, welcome back. is Edgar Casey, the man with X-ray eyes. Doctor Douglas James Cottrell is with us. His website: DouglasJamesCottrell.com. Let me spell the last name: Douglas James, and then C O T T R E L L. DouglasJamesCottrell.com. And if you go to the uh, the schedule, click on the schedule tab. That'll take you to the events and course schedules page, and there you'll see August twenty eighth to September the third. Quantum Meditation Intensive Course Summer Edition in Hamilton, Ontario. It's a five-day course in residence with Douglas, and you can learn the tools to practice quantum meditation, or remote viewing, if you will, clairvoyance, from someone who's a master practitioner, and you have to submit a brief interview with Dr. Cottrell before being accepted, and you can set up your pre-course admission right there on the website. There's a place you can click. Again, April 28th to September 3rd, Quantum Meditation Intensive Course Summer Edition in Hamilton. August 28th to September 3rd. April next year. Did I say April? <laughs> you must be psychic. <laughs> All right. Yes, there'll be another one in April, I'm sure. Okay, so we are focusing our t- attention on um, an object that's underneath a mug on our desk. And uh, uh, Albert, give me, do, you, do you want to give me some impressions? Well, do you want to take some calls first or uh, do you want, to, you want to get Albert first? I'll, I'll just get a quick uh, impression from Albert. Don't tell me what you think it is. Just give me, what are you seeing, Albert?
2: Um,
1: get closer to the mic there.
2: Well, it, it may be because I got front-loaded, but I'm thinking... No, of
1: what- stop! stop right there.
0: Don't go there. Don't say it may be and qualify and start telling what you think and then sort of watering it down. When you're being clairvoyant, Albert, and I'm teaching you this, you got to be upfront. It is or it isn't. So tell me what you see or saw. Not to be funny with see or saw, but tell me what you saw, and that's it. What did you see?
2: I'm going to go with the wedding ring. Because in the opening segment, you said your wife passed away, and now that's just in my head as being significant. Okay, so, that's, so.
0: that was a wrong thought. That's, that was planted in there. Thank you for bringing it up. Try again. Um,
2: let's
0: see. What do you see? Tell me right now. Um, Tell me.
2: Poppy, maybe?
0: Let's see. No, you're guessing now, Robert. Yeah. Don't guess. Calm down. Look in here. This is a black area. It's under the cup. There's no light. Let your mind look at it. It's, it's one color. It's smaller than my hand. And it has a distinctive shape. Let your mind go there. Look very carefully. What do you see? What's the shape? What's the color?
2: guess again car keys but then no, it's like no, again you're guessing don't do
1: that don't name I, the object say give yeah, me give the them.
0: color give me the shape let it form in your mind what kind of color what kind of shape do you say you not on you know don't be on the spot because this doesn't really matter i i'm not uh, gonna you know uh, charge you any money for this <laughs> Can I give you some impressions? Sure, go ahead. Well, okay. Albert's, Albert's feeling on the spot, and put that down out of your hand because holding that in your hand causes your mind or your brain to do something. Okay, so yeah. My
1: impressions are spherical, um, brownish, beige. Um, it's a kind of a dense. It's there's a density to it. Um... It's, and I'm, it's kind of smooth. Not kind of. It's smooth. Uh, that's all I've got so far. So, well, okay. spherical, brownish, beige, smooth. Okay. What do you think, Albert? He's giving you lots
0: of hints here.
2: Uh uh, see, this is the thing. It's like hit or miss. Like sometimes you no, get a no, no. 100%. Don't, don't, go there times, don't
0: go there because <laughs> you, you just draw a blank. Yes, this is your in. ego getting in the way. This is the rational mind with the intellect that's deductive and and it's intelligent and it discerns things. And what happens is it's saying, this can't be. And you're feeling, you're feeling on the spot now. So that's throwing you right off. So as, as Richard said, because he, you and I were talking, you had a moment to calm down and to see. And the thing is to be calm. You take a deep breath from your solar plexus. Inhale and then exhale very slowly. The breath is one of the most important steps to the great beyond because what we're trying to do is to go through our subconscious into our super subconscious mind or the intuitive mind and gather that idea. And while you're moving things around with with your hand and, and things like that, take your glasses off, by the way. I found that wearing glasses sometimes does something to the aura, and it short-circuits the energy.
1: Okay, I'm taking mine as well. Okay. All right. So take
0: a deep breath. Tell me what kind of shape you see. It's,
2: it's, what
0: do you see?
2: I would also go with round, but then I think like I had no, guess. No, no, don't button. think.
0: <laughs> don't <because> think, <laughs> you, Albert. Don't and think
2: and because think. you're close.
0: Round is good. What do you see? What color?
2: I would say blue.
0: Okay, you're looking at the cup. That's good. You're looking on the inside of the cup. You're seeing blue. I said this is not a fair test in as El- much
1: as it's covered. But- okay. Albert, you need to get closer to the mic, too. Bend that mic down towards you and get right on the mic there, my friend. There we go. All right. He's a stellar producer, but he doesn't get on the air nearly enough, so he's out of practice. Okay. Do we have any callers out yeah, there? Yeah, let's I'm take gonna- a call. Jamie, who do we have? You're close, Albert. Sandy. Good good evening, good morning, Sam.
3: Yeah, good evening. How are you doing guys? Good morning.
1: Very well. So, have you are you putting your attention on the yeah. uh, the object?
3: First oh. I thought it was a bunch of keys, but I think it's a white golf ball.
1: A white golf ball. All right, they're just going right for the uh, for the for the object. They're not describing okay. it. Okay.
0: Well, it's round and I thought it was white. That's what I saw. Okay, because we've been throwing things out here, this is a, you know, adulterating it. That was a good guess. <laughs> Close your eyes again. Okay. Okay. It is not a sphere. Okay, I'm going to tell everybody that it is not a sphere. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. You're at, at the round is is applicable. Okay, now what do you see, Sandy? Inside, dark. What shape do you see? What color do you see? Okay,
3: now I'm getting now I'm getting go- uh, goldish color.
0: Okay, what else? You're close.
3: Uh, not quite a coaster, but some. It's round, but it's got some uh, bit of thickness to it. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. You don't have to guess the object. You're getting close. Yeah, let, I, I know I'm let getting close. Let your mind... You'll feel warm in your chest. You feel the warmth coming in your chest now? That's mm, because a little you, bit. That's because I'm sensing that from you. You're feeling... You're getting close to this. And, uh, hey, nobody else is in the house listening to the phone, so you can say anything you want. <laughs> What do you see? Right now, what do you see? Too late. Don't hold back. Tell me what you see.
3: Well, first I thought I was going to say a puck, but it's not a puck.
0: Okay, you're looking at the bottom of the of the, uh, of, the of the blue because That's the puck. That's shape. okay. Good try, Sandy. Thank you for for joining yeah. us. And we'll we'll describe it as soon as before the next
1: break or whenever you decide. Yeah, we'll come back. You didn't do to... too bad, Sandy. Okay. All right. We'll come back and maybe we'll get some more impressions from uh, Albert. Albert, you're feeling like you're on the spot. You're not, buddy. We're all in this together. It's just an experiment. All right. We'll come back. The Conspiracy Show. Dr. Douglas James Gattrall, stand by. When in doubt, blame the government. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarek from Zoomer Radio.
0: When you look at the sky, ever wonder if
1: someone's looking back? This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Sarratt. All righty. Welcome back. Final segment uh, with Dr. Douglas James Cottrell and uh, Albert is here, my story producer. And we're conducting a, a little remote viewing exercise or experiment. We've got uh, uh, Douglas has uh, placed an object and covered it with a, um, a blue mug on top of our desk. And, um, Elbert, do you want to give it another, uh, another, another stab? Put the, put the webcam down, because that's yeah, distracting yeah, you. Just don't. point it at the mug or point it at yourself if you want, so people can see you. And just give us some impressions of what, what you're seeing.
2: Well, we, we've been going to guessing with the analytical mind, like Douglas explained it well during the break, and, and I'm privileged to be here. But, uh, I think people were happy with round, like we, we we're sort of getting now stuck on round. And then my mind just goes to, like, current events, like the political election going on. So I would have guessed, like, a political button that somebody would wear or something like that. But then it's it's, it's back to the guessing. <laughs> so. okay.
1: All right, a button. All right, let's uh, take a phone call. Uh, Claude is with us. Claude, good morning. Welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Hello, How Richard. are you, my friend?
2: Um.
0: Yeah, I know what's under the cup.
1: You know what's under the, under the mug. Okay, yeah. what are you seeing? Give us some impressions without naming the object first. Just give us some impressions
0: round and flat hmm um, metallic interesting I think don't think tell me, well, what, you, tell me what you see I think is wrong I got a flash as soon as you mentioned the cup that okay. it is money Wow that's a pretty good guess but it's not <laughs> oh. all right no but you got you got a couple of things there. And, uh, um, and when we uncover when we uncover this, and I suspect you're going to put a picture of this on your Facebook page tomorrow or something like that, right? And people can see it. We're looking for the shape. We're looking for the color. You got a couple of
1: details that are pretty cool there. All right, Claude. Thank you for that. Let's uh, let's go to David now. David, welcome to the Conspiracy Show. How are you? Are you there, David? David, going once, twice. Is David there? No, we lost David. Uh, All right, shall shall we do the big reveal?
0: Okay, let me uh, go back a little bit because this is how I see things of the world. The same way, in my book "The New Earth," I talked about Syria long before the problems came. I talked about the Earth caps, uh, ice caps melting long before they came. I, I wanted. To, I was going to tell Albert of a story that because he had a little difficulty. I had a psychic lady come and have a, a reading with me back in 1975 or so, and I was having the same trouble. I was the image I had was a young man with no legs, and he was just floating in a black uh, background in a void, and I was saying he didn't have any legs to stand on, meaning he. he was in he was uh, not confident in himself. Uh, he wasn't mobile. He he I, I skirted around this thing, coming up with all these cliches or what I thought it meant. And at the end, the lady scolded me and said, "Douglas, you are not telling us what you see. Don't do this. You tell me exactly what you see." And then she said that her nephew had both legs severed. He actually had no legs. Uh-huh. And I was... So I learned a lesson from that. Spit it out, how ridiculous it might seem in your mind. Right. Because it may mean something to the person looking, who is asking the question, or it may mean a symbol or something to you. Okay, yeah. before, you, before
1: you lift that, um, we have one more caller. Okay, sure. And it's uh, the host of Big Band Sunday Night, whose program precedes mine, and that would be... George Ginescu has joined us on the line. Hello, George. Hello, Richard. Hello, Douglas. It's a pleasure, sir. It's only I... taken you seven years to call into my program, but that's all right. <laughs> well, ne- better late than never.
3: No, your program is always way above me, but I, I had an instant image of a cookie.
1: Interesting. An in- okay.
0: Am I correct? You are very, very close. All right. It, it can be interpreted as that we... to a certain species of sentient being. Shall we do it? Very re- good. Shall we do the reveal? Well, I want to say that George, I've been meaning to call you but I've been off on a little trip to the states and whatever. Well,
3: now that I know you're home, I'll call you. Okay.
0: So, uh, hold on the line there, have George. We got the great reveal. Can we see this? Can we see this?
3: If I if I guess correctly,
0: do I get the cookie?
1: <laughs> you can have
0: it. We'll leave it here at the
1: station. And a saucer of milk.
0: Here we go. Da, da, da.
1: Wow! Oh, is it a dog? No. It's a dog biscuit.
0: It is a dog biscuit.
1: <laughs> wow, George! You got well... it. It's yours.
0: <laughs> there uh, you go.
1: Okay, now uh,
0: while we have it, uh, uh, Albert.
1: Very well done, George. You'll
0: see the rounded part. Right. People could see the round. This was sitting in the cup this way yes. because it will not fit in. So it was on a bit of an
1: angle. Oh, I see.
0: And people looking down through the cup from the top would see the round.
1: Hey, I had the color right. I said brown so, or
0: beige. You were right. Albert came up with the same. Uh, the caller who saw a golden color, uh, he was right too. A lot of people got little bits of this. I suspect if it had been on the desk uh, like that, it might have been a little easier to see, because when it's it's out of proportion like that. Right, but right. George,
3: I, a cookie, I the, the that is fantastic. With the face over the biscuit.
1: That's right. And was, now, are you like driving, this. George, or are you at home? No, I
3: stopped. I pulled off okay. uh, just about uh, Churchill, and, and I concentrated, as Douglas was telling us to do, and uh, it came to me quite clearly. And I said, I got it. So when I got home, the first thing I did was call the studio.
0: Well done. Well, there it goes. You're driving. So when we drive, we go into an ultra state of consciousness. You know, when you're daydreaming while you're driving and you're thinking about paying the bills and whatever, you're actually putting your conscious mind on hold. And you're now going into another part of your minds in this middle mind. So George, you're you're actually in a, a light state of of uh, alpha or meditation. It is and like a hypnotic that, state. That's right, and that's why he can see things well, because, because he said, "Look you at
3: this." Well, what you had said, Douglas, I I thought this might be dangerous, so I signaled properly and I stopped the car because I really felt I I had this thing in my mind and I had seen it quite clearly.
0: Well, there it is, and for the people who were on there, George, there will be a, a something, I guess, on your Facebook page or tomorrow, a picture of it. I'm assuming it. that. And uh, you did very, very well. It is a cookie. It's part well, yes, of if I were a dog. Max, Max the Wonder Dog, my great Dane puppy, who's 150 pounds in a year, tw- uh, a couple of months. Well,
3: thank you for that. I
0: stole it from him tonight. So. I
3: appreciate it
1: very much. Thank George you, thank Inescu, well done, my friend.
0: And thank you. All, and to all the other callers as well who picked up little bits about it. It does look, from a certain perspective, it looks like a golf ball, a little bit. So, well,
1: I, I suppose, uh, but... Uh, it certainly would qualify as a cookie if you're a dog. It's a treat. It's a uh, it's a biscuit, okay. for sure.
0: It's also a bar. It could be conceived as a bar of gold. It could be a, a rectangular shape is what I was looking for. Uh, But it was color. It's smaller than my hand. And I did it specifically so that people could get images. And Albert, trying very hard under some uh, duress, was able to get things. You did very well when you started talking to the people about it. You said it could be something brown. Already your mind was focused on it.
1: Initially, yes. Yes. Initially, I was seeing something kind of uh, wooden and... um I mentioned a pine cone earlier, but the other thing that came into my mind uh, originally was uh, almost like a like a, I, I saw I saw a sphere and I saw something wooden, and I was thinking it kind of looks like an avocado pit or something like that uh, however, there you go it's remember, a dog biscuit, a cookie, if you will well, remember you're not
0: seeing with your eyes, you're seeing with the top of your head, you're seeing with your intuition, which forms. And the more confident you get, the more relaxed you are like George was, the clearer the image goes. Maybe George
1: should sign up for your, maybe George should sign up for your remote
0: viewing course. Well, George has had a couple of experiences where remote healing took place. That time he was driving home and you asked us to send healing to him and he had that feeling and uh, go all the way through him, that heat, and I said, I think I said it on air. I think right about now he's feeling like he's having a heart attack. That's right. And then when we spoke to him in the studio sometime later, he said, I pulled off, I
1: was feeling heat going down my back, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. And he wasn't listening to the show. Just uh, let me give people the, the back story. So George Genescu, who hosts Big Band Sunday Night, the show that comes on before this one, um, this was, what, four, five, maybe six years ago. Mm-hmm. Some time ago, yeah. One One night he comes hobbling into the studio. We were up on Queen Street at the time. I said, George, what's going on? He goes, Oh, he had a bad back. I don't know if he had some arthritis or what was happening in the back—sciatica, something. Terrible back pain. This has been going on for several weeks. I said, Oh well, my my friend uh, Douglas Cottrell is coming in, and he's a, he's a healer. And uh, but you were coming in after he left, I think.
0: I never saw him. That's correct. That's he right. So
1: he left. He's heading up, I guess, the four hundred highway in his car. And and usually he listens to my show all the way home. That night, I later learned the next week when he came in that while you were on the air sending out healing messages to George, and you were saying he will feel heat in I his was,
0: back... I was watching it go down his, across his shoulders, down his back, and across his pelvis.
1: Right. And you were talking live on the air, sending out healing messages. We assume George was listening. He wasn't, because as he explained the next week, when he came into the studio to do his show, he, he had received a call on, a, on, a, on, a, on his cell phone from his son. And so he was talking... Uh, I'm going to assume it was hands-free, all the way up the 400 in conversation with his son. He missed the whole show. So then when he came in that week, I sat him down in the studio live on the air and I played the clip of you on the air the week prior, sending out that message. Energy. Uh, heat, heat in the back, in the back. Yep. Well, George practically fell out of his chair because that night you were on as he's driving up the 400. He had to pull the car over. He thought he was having a heart attack because he was feeling heat. In, in his back. And, uh, he leaned over his hood for a while, got back in the car, drove home the next morning, no pain. And that was, I mean, you gained a lifelong friend. Yeah. George is, as you know, has great affection for you because of all you've done for him. And there have there, there been other. A
0: couple of couple times, of the, getting rid of his vertigo and something from Spain, I sent him some energy. And this is what we do at Many Mansion Spiritual Center. We do this absent healing, we will pray for you program, which we're developing. It's for free. We ask people to do two things. One, try the best they can to make it happen and tell us what happened and send us a little donation to help carry it on, a contribution. So this is all for free, and we do such things as miracles. We want to investigate how they happen. I'm only going to be here for a little while. Uh, We call it spiritual healing energy. There have been great institutions in the past that try to mirror science and religions or faith I do spiritual energy, but I also incorporate the mind with images, which I think is the most important because you're now communicating with the soul level, and it's like, you know, okay, soul, wake up. We need some, you know, improvement. Make the Parkinson's go away, and it happens. Straighten the spine out, and it happens. The tumor in the throat disappear. It shrinks and goes away. We have x-rays and things like that to prove it. So Mini Mansion Spiritual Center is a place where people can drop in on Wednesdays and once a month Uh, mmsci.org. It is a non-profit corporation of which I'm the
1: spiritual leader there. All right. And again, August 28th to September 3rd, Quantum Meditation, an intensive course. This is the summer edition, August 28th, September 3rd, Hamilton, Ontario. And, uh, go to Douglas James Cottrell, C-O-T-T-R-E-L-L, DouglasJamesCottrell.com. Go to schedule and you can click on the event and, uh, You can get the additional information about the course and also set up your pre-course admission interview. All right, Douglas, thank you. Always a pleasure. Good to see you, my friend.
0: My pleasure, and I had fun helping Albert and your callers participate in waking up a little more and getting some details and how develop It's always a pleasure to be here. Let me go back a few years and, Just and every a few. time I come I look forward to seeing you again.
1: My thank pleasure. Uh, Jamie, thank you. Albert, as always, a pleasure. Thank you. Back next week with a brand new program. In the meantime, don't be afraid. There's nothing concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What you hear in the dark, speak in the light. What I say in a whisper, proclaim from the housetops. Move over, Aphrodite. I'm coming home. Good night. <laughs>